Good evening, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a fabulous Monday and Tuesday start of your week because uh, it's just going to get better from here. Uh, This is Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend. And um, as always, I want to bring you up to speed on all the fun things that are happening in downtown uh, this weekend. We have uh, just a ton of things to tell you, uh, all the things that are going on. And of course, um, this Friday is First Friday, and our theme is Family Fun Night. So we've partnered with Lakeland Moonwalk, and they are going to have all kinds of fun, family-friendly activities, filling up Munn Park. And of course, you're going to have uh, the exhibitors, business exhibitors along the streets. You're going to have the Classy Car Show on Main Street in Tennessee and the Maker's Market on North Tennessee, north of the railroad tracks. And uh, so we'll, we'll have a special performance by Harrison's, uh, Harrison School of the Arts in Munn Park. Uh, so it's just going to be a great fun time. Weather should be fabulous for Friday. But wait, there's more. It just keeps getting better and better. Saturday... Uh, and Sunday is Mayfair. Uh, we're so happy to have Mayfair by the lake. It's going to be a beautiful weekend around Lake Morton. That's happening from 9 to 4, so you can come out and see uh, uh, amazing artists from all over the region, uh, and hopefully you buy some things and, and decorate uh, your home with those beautiful pieces of art. Uh, and many locals as well are going to be in that show. And then on Saturday, uh, in addition to the Mayfair from 9 to 4, you can visit the Farmer's Market from 8 to 2. And then we have the Buena Block Party starting at 5. So really, in downtown on Saturday, you have fun things to do from 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. So just keep the party going. And then, of course, Sunday, if you want to visit Mayfair again or you save your Mayfair attendance for Sunday, you can see them around Lake Morton again from 9 to 4. And, of course, the many restaurants that you can have a Mother's Day brunch in downtown. Uh, definitely check out the specials uh, or the opportunities to have a Mother's Day brunch at one of our very fine downtown restaurants uh, on Mother's Day. But if you're like me, uh, you probably celebrate. Uh, or if you're not like me, I'm weird. I don't, I don't celebrate Mother's Day on Mother's Day uh, just because uh, it's the hustle and bustle is too much for me. So you might, uh, you know, have Mother's Day dinner on Friday during First Friday or something like that. Or just stick around uh, at Buena Market and uh, grab something from one of the street vendors or from one of the, the downtown restaurants that are participating in that. So that is the totality of your downtown Lakeland weekend. And uh, definitely check out all that information on downtownlkld.com and social media, Downtown LKLD. So, with all that being said, for the real reason uh, uh, of this show for today, I have a very special guest. Uh, I have the owner of My Office and More, Kate Lake. She is also the Chief Connection Officer of My Office and More, so she wears multiple hats. So, welcome, Kate. Hi, Julie. I am so glad to be here. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, You made a very uh, big announcement today and uh, that made some some news media, but we're not going to talk about that just yet. We're going to hold off for those who may not have seen it or want to learn more about it in a in a conversation with you. We will we'll hold off on that for a moment um, because maybe, maybe people don't know what my office and more is. And I think 
Uh, you were definitely a trailblazer in downtown with that concept. It's certainly not necessarily a new concept to the world, but it definitely was new to Lakeland, and and you brought it to us. So tell us about that. Yeah, seven years ago, I wanted to have a business that would support small businesses. I truly believe the small business is going to help heal our economy, and the way we can help do that is to uh, support them and help them grow. And the way my office and ward does that is we provide affordable workspace and meeting space for businesses. It can be any size, and it also is a business to help um, give presents for somebody. So if they're working out of their home and they are doing most of their work in the spare bedroom, it makes mm-hmm. a lousy corporate address. Right. So they can get a Main Street mailing address and they can uh, get reception services so people can drop things off or pick things up even when they're not there. Right. So for $100 a month, somebody can get presents for their business and still and be taken a little bit more seriously because they have a commercial presence, but they don't have to have all that overhead. Yeah, I, um, I'm not sure this this person that I'm thinking of is necessarily still with you, but I had a friend in Rotary who was paying upwards of $2,000 a month in mm. lease space, uh, office space. And again, it was it was just him and it was one other staff person. And they ended up moving into your space and saved themselves like $1,500 a month. I mean, that's a big that's a big deal. They had a private office, but you know, but they were they were significantly uh, benefiting their bottom line by making that that move. Yes, and I think they are still with us. <laughs> and um, what also makes it look really good for them is that they're not alone. Right. There's all this these other businesses, and they get other chances to network with people and collaborate. And um, it's nice not to be feeling isolated. Yes, definitely. It makes the the work day go a lot. Uh, faster and smoother and more fun. And, and certainly the location is better because you can just step right out on Main Street and you're in the hustle bustle of downtown with the restaurants and and uh, other, you know, business folks and things like that. That's how much my office and where has changed my world because I am now a resident of downtown Lakeland. Uh, I walk to work. I used to drive an right. hour to no matter whatever job I would go to. And I just love being part of a larger community. It's it's wonderful to walk along the street and know the other business owners and you have a meal and it's like going into somebody else's home almost, right? right? Exactly, exactly. So the My Office and More concept um, is, it has a range. You can rent daily or you can have a monthly private office, right? Is that kind of the, the, the breadth of the range? Yes, we have some people that are in town for a day or two, and they'll just come over and be able to use our high-speed internet, have mm. a desk, be able to do their um, online conversations, whatever. There are other people that need just a meeting room. Mm. On Sundays, we actually have a couple of churches that rent our meeting room. <laughs> okay. I, I, I never know what somebody's going to be doing next. We have done <laughs> everything from baby showers to engagement parties. But mostly it is uh, business meetings and orientations for new employees or just gatherings. What was most important to me is that the environment be upbeat Mm -hmm. so that when you walk into a room, it starts with a positive mindset. And if you start there, even a difficult meeting is so much easier. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful space. And um, 
I remember that that space was uh, more than vacant. It was <laughs> it was pretty much a disaster uh, for a long, long time. And you purchased that building um, and transformed it into you know just an amazing space, which reactivated a second floor, which we're always looking to to do. So you kind of not only uh, trailblazed this sort of business concept, but you also were helpful in showing that you can renovate second floors in downtown and still have a profitable business and, and, and purchase a building and be, be profitable in doing that. And so um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Cause you are, you are a, a good example that we use often uh, of, of how to reuse a, a vacant and um, very dilapidated second floor. And, and it's a privilege to have a 112 year old building and, and to have it have modern life. We get all of that history there around us. Yeah. And and you can feel it. It's wonderful. So speaking of that, just quickly, we should say the location of my office and more. So tell us where you're located. We're in the heart of downtown, right next to Munn Park at the intersection of Main and Tennessee Avenue. All right. That's what, 122? 122 East Main is our entrance. Excellent. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some tenants and some future tenants and um, learn about what the big reveal was at your press conference today for those who may not have been paying attention to any news media up until now. So we'll be back in just a moment. And we're back. You are listening to Downtown Dish. I am your host, Julie Townsend, and I am here with my very special guest, Kate Lake. She is owner and chief connection officer for My Office and More, which is uh, a fabulous uh, business. Um, what, do, what do you call that? A business what? You said I, a business office. Uh... Business services? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, service center. Business service, service center. That's what it yeah. was, business service <laughs> I was, center. I was following down the trail with you. <laughs> right. I was a little tongue-tied there for business service center. So um, you own the building as well, not just the the business, my office and more, that, that occupies the entire second floor and some uh, meeting rooms on, on the ground floor. But you, when you purchased that building about seven years ago, right? That's Eight years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it came, it came with... Uh, Tenants, it did on the first floor, and um, it was part of how it was able to to do this because it was a much larger project than I was originally envisioning. But one of the the great tenants that we've had in there uh, was Sarah Butler had the Evolve Hair Salon. She's just a marvelous lady, and we had great working relationship. But the beginning of this year, she decided that she wanted to spend more time with her little one and just downsize. So things worked out really well. And the positive seed that she uh, put into the ground many years before, uh, it was something we were able to harvest. She is well known for training up people to be hairstylists Mm -hmm. and has done a great job doing that. One of her success stories is Joshua Vasquez. And he worked with her for seven years, and then he was out on his own. So she reached out to him when she made this decision, and it turned out he was ready to go out (laughs) on his own. So we're having uh, Evolve, Evolved, 
And now we have Studio on Main, and that is Joshua's new business. He just had a launch party on Saturday. Excellent. And I was delighted to see how many people came out to mm-hmm. support him. He has an incredible following. The reason is he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. I got to go to the opening of a business many years ago, and I needed my hair, which is very um, short and thin, and I wanted an updo. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Joshua, and I'm like, is there anything you can do? And he did, and it held for the whole night. He made <laughs> me look good. I'm like, I'm forever in your debt. So now he is our tenant, and I'm really proud of him. He has been stepping up in a big way, and it's gorgeous what he has done in the space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that place got to continue to be a hair salon. That's what it was uh, for, for many years prior to that with Sarah. And then we have Devicious Deli on the corner. Tell us about Johansi. Yeah, Johansi uh, Santana is uh, an amazing businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from the DR. And has, for years, created a family environment. They serve wonderful coffee and sandwiches. There's a wide range of food offerings there. And uh, we've become good friends. The day I got there, she was supportive. She's very encouraging, particularly of other uh, women business owners. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they're they well lo- uh, known and loved in this community. Yeah, I have... Um frequented there many many days for cafe con leche so mm. it's delicious yeah well you know in the tough days of covid one of the things that i i went down i said okay well we're gonna have to figure out how to make all this work so i'll just eat all my meals here <laughs> that <laughs> right. way you could pay rent <laughs> right and yes that does kind of circle back to you that's that was smart <laughs> and and fed me well she did yes so yeah her meatball sandwiches oh Delicious. Oh, they are so good. Yes. They're so good. And and if there's a way to make a sandwich, you just have to ask her what to do, and she'll mm-hmm. make it for you. She's highly aware of uh, food allergies and mm-hmm. works around people's uh, any kind of food allergy issues. So she's an incredibly caring person. Yeah, she's a good girl. We love her. And then your third tenant. Silver Ring Cafe has been there for 36 years this year. Um uh, they have gone through many uh, building uh, ownerships. I think I might be their fourth one. Mm. So they they were there when downtown wasn't the place to be. Mm-hmm. They have made a, a an incredible investment into the community to um, uh, to provide regular sandwiches at econ- uh, economy prices. Mm-hmm. And they have a very loyal following. It's mm-hmm. been impressive to see the support they've been receiving. Yeah. So, you know, about five years ago, it was time to do a, a lease renewal, right? Yes. And uh, so tell us tell us how that went down. <laughs> well, a lot of people have been wondering why um, people have been saying, oh, kicked them out. And then, I see your horns, by the way. You're yeah. trying to hide them, but they're poking out through your... Simon Legree. <laughs> I'm just this terrible landlord. But um, the the reality is, is that five years ago, the uh, lease was up for renewal. They had a renewal option built into their lease, and mm-hmm. this was the last renewal option. They did not ask for any further renewals. Uh, even over the past five years, they never did ask to do another renewal. So that's why I went to work to make sure that I was going to have a, a tenant 
and a, a new concept to be able to fill that space. So when did you discover that that might be a problem for the current owner? Uh, I was kind of surprised when I went in to remind him that this August would be the, the final month. And he said, oh, well, can we just go ahead and continue for a few more years? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I knew we already had these other plans. And uh, I I think it just caught him a little off guard, uh, the same way it caught off guard with me. And right. I, I said, I thought you were talking about maybe retiring or something, Tim. And and he said, well, no, things have kind of changed. So um, what I've done is uh, I made an introduction to another location. Mm -hmm. I know that he's in negotiations with at least them, maybe others. I'm not quite sure. Right. I'm hopeful that there is a way to still keep them downtown if that's what he wants to do. It's a, it's a lot of work running a small business. Yeah. And uh, I think it has helped that the community has shown up and has been supporting them and encouraging them. So I, if everybody will keep doing that, maybe that will help them in making a transition to a, a new location. To a new space. Yeah. So, you know, again, that's just business practices 101 right there. You you sign a lease with there's no option to renew. You, you got to expect that that property owner is going to start making plans. No one wants vacant storefronts if they know what they're doing. No one wants vacant storefronts uh, in their in their buildings. It's it's a money loser. <laughs> I, I I depend on that monthly rent income, so right. it is. Um, it, it, it yeah, I'm I'm sorry it caught them a little off guard, but I'm sure it'll all work out for the best for everybody. Yeah. So speaking of that, you said that you had started making plans for that space, right? So it wasn't just you know three months ago you were like, eh. You're out of here. I'm going to do something new. You got busy. You got to work on uh, on thinking of how to reinvent this space into something that you think downtown now and in the future really needs, right? We did. Um, I, I, I started just having general kind of conversations with people. Um, I, I had I was very open to lots of possibilities. But then this idea showed up and about a year and a half ago. And we just started brewing on it and working on it and kind of massaging the idea. And and now we have the plans ready to go forward. I am so excited. Well, before we go to break, we want to give everybody, tell them what it is, and then we'll get back and talk about all the nitty-gritty details. So what is going to take over in that space? Lakeland Downtown residents, you are finally, finally, finally going to have a convenience store right on Munn Park. A convenience store. What's the name of this? It is called the Bodega Market. Bodega Market. So who is going to be the proprietor? Uh, Amari Santana, who happens to be the husband to Jahanzi Santana, the owner of Divicious Deli. Ah, so we've got some... uh, Content, cont- continuity there on the block. Yes, continuity. we've got it's a family thing. Family thing. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the details of Bodega Market when we return from the break. We are back. This is Julie Townsend, and you're listening to Downtown Dish on 96.7. So I am with Kate Lake, uh, owner of My Office and More, and she is also the owner of the building that My Office and More 
uh, uh, occupies as well as uh, Studio on Main, which will be a new hair salon uh, that's taking over the previous Evolve hair salon location. Uh, Devicious Deli is right there on the corner of your building. And currently, uh, Silver Ring is also one of your tenants. And before the break, Kate, you shared with us the big news of the day that uh, when Silver Ring's lease is up in August, that there's going to be a new concept in that space being developed, hopefully open by when? The plan is is uh, will be open by Thanksgiving this year. We'll get right in there on September the 1st and start uh, getting the demo and construction underway. Excellent. So if you have just joined us, we've been talking about what will replace uh, Silver, Ring, Silver Ring when it vacates its space at the end of the lease in August. And Kate has announced this morning at a press conference, so you may have already seen this information in the ledger or in Lakeland now, but downtown will have a bodega market and it'll literally be called bodega market. <laughs> so there's no confusion about what it is. Um, you call it a convenience store and it is a convenience store because the things it's conveniently located and it's going to have those sort of convenient type items, which we'll get into in a moment, I think. But what's really important is that um, it's it's providing the need for um you know, the downtown residents who right now have to jump in their cars and go quite a ways to get just that one or two little item that maybe they forgot for that recipe that they were doing. You know, I had this experience last week where a friend of mine brought over these little tiny cupcakes and uh, that he had received as a gift. And they're gorgeous. And he's like, they're not going to taste as good unless we get some milk. Mm. And I'm like, OK, we can do that. It's but we had to get into a vehicle with $4 gas. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the price of gas. I'm so used to walking around everywhere. But this is the only thing we could do and drive down to the public's a couple of miles. Yeah. I mean, fortunately for us, it's yes. only a couple of miles away. That is true. And go through the store, get the milk, get out of the store, come back downtown. Half hour later, there we are. We're able to enjoy the cupcakes with the milk. It will be so much easier to be able to have a place where it's like, oh, I'll just stop over and pick up a quart of milk over here instead. Right. And, you know, you you mentioned that you live in downtown. So you you're preaching to the choir to yourself, really, about this, because you know what it's like to not have access to those quick and easy items that we sometimes take for granted when we have a, a corner store or we live close enough to a place. Now, not everyone is going to necessarily be within walking distance of the bodega in the sense that, yes, they are going to be within walking distance, but will they really walk the three blocks from their apartment? Mm, Time will tell. I mean, part of it being convenient is that you can zip in and zip out, you know, and walking is going to add some time to that. But you're going to have some services to maybe address that as well. Yes, I was so excited to find out that Santana's had already anticipated this. And so they will have the ability... uh, create the ability for mm-hmm. you to be able to order your items online in this new world that we're in yes. and pay for it and then just pull up and get curbside service right? and get your products put in the car and there you go. So it'll be much more convenient and a way of supporting a downtown small business. Right. Absolutely. Well, tell us what, um, you know, the, you've got some photos and we can, they cer- certainly can probably see those 
on your website or maybe or actually I think you shared them with the ledger and, and Lakeland now so f- folks can look for those articles and see the renderings of the interior and a, and a shot of um, just the basic outside not really changing the outside face of it other than signage because it's a historic building and it looks pretty nice already. That's right. Yeah, right. Well, we worked hard in in the paint colors of the building and but they found a way with their renderings to jazz it up a step <laughs> more and yes. I just with simple signage to yeah. help alert everybody that there is a market right there. Yeah. And as a side note, um, because they're from the DR and part of the Hispanic community, that's where the word bodega comes from. Mm-hmm. It re- represents like a small grocery store type of thing. But they wanted to make sure that everybody felt included and would recognize what it is. So that's why they called it bodega market, even though the words essentially mean the same thing. Right. So it's a market market. It's a market market. <laughs> <laughs> With lots of convenience. It's a market. And in case you didn't know, it's also a market. A market market. And it it is meant to be inclusionary where everybody feels welcome. Yeah. Well, tell us, um, you know, just, you know, not list off, obviously, what kind of items that they ultimately carry are going to really depend on supply and or demand for those types of items, I think. So as... As they grow and evolve their business, you may see some items change because people want, you know, more of this and less of that. Um, so, but initially, what are what are their thoughts? One of the things that Johansi and Santana, uh, I call him Santana, uh, Amari have seen is that in the morning, sometimes you just want something really easy to grab quick and fresh. So mm-hmm. there will be uh, hot sandwiches available that are grab and go, mm-hmm. and you can get that quick Coffee like you might at at a gro- uh, at a, a gas station mm-hmm. someplace. Yeah, something real easy in and out. Self serve kind of thing almost. Self serve, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. But they'll also have things like um, produce, mm-hmm. uh, organic items. Uh, it might be any of the vegetables or fruits. I it's so much easier to buy those in small quantities. I'm on my own and I don't like to buy big quantities. So to be able just to get a little bit here, a little bit there, so I'm not wasting the produce, that will be so much easier and better. They will have things like over-the-counter medications. Mm. If you get a headache and you're in downtown Lakeland and somebody around you doesn't have a bottle of uh, pain reliever of some (laughs) sort, it's really a nuisance to try and figure out how to solve that without getting into a car. Right. It will be so nice to be able to just pick up these simple items. I I grew up in Wilmington, Delaware, and my teenage years, uh, I got to work in downtown, and it was wonderful. You just went to the newsstand, and you could pick up a number of items. It's going to be that same kind of convenience. But they're also going to have things like beer and wine, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful, because then if you, uh, you could get assortment of items and be able to have a quick, easy meal that night without having to go to a lot of trouble. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of us who, you know, we need to just pick up something on the way home because it's been one of those kind of days. I and, have a uh, feeling I might be in the market this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite a day. So, um, so yeah, that's great. And I know that, uh, you know, we ha- the, the mayor gave some comments at your press conference this morning and announced that we have about 1,200 residents in downtown and that that kind of jives with what numbers that I've been keeping track of as well but he also announced that you know our goal is about 8500 over the next 8 years and um you know but what I think is important to understand is that that's not they're not all going to be living around Mun Park I mean we're we're talking about downtown proper which is 
all the way over to RP funding and the the Lake Wire um, property and old Florida tile uh, property, really all the way to Bonnet Springs. Bonnet Springs isn't officially in uh, our district. If you define downtown by the LDDA district, which you don't have to, um, because that's just one sort of you know iteration of what we consider downtown to be. But Bonnet Springs abuts that on the north uh, west. Um, so we've got a lot of room to grow. There's a lot of vacant parking lots. There's a lot of vacant land. And if we want downtown to thrive, I know you're also on the newly on the CRA board, the Community Redevelopment Agency uh, board. And uh, so you hear this, I'm sure, at every meeting with uh, with Elise Drumgo, who's the CRA manager. Um, that we, you know, more, 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 right? It, it's an interesting balance. It, it's it's so hard because we we're so happy with our community the way it is today, and people here change, and it's like, oh my gosh. What does that mean? But if if you had your best friend moving down from the area or your family, you'd want them to have a place to live. Well, at the moment, they would have a very hard time to find a place to live. Right. So that's what we're working towards is to build up the community so that we can have more services around us. Yeah. So when we come back, we'll talk um, a little bit more about what the 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 features and, and benefits of having that type of business in downtown, which we had, haven't had in a really long time. We did have a, a store called the General Store years ago, and we'll we'll give um, props to, to Teresa when we get back from that. Um, so yeah, just stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. This is Julie Townsend, your host, and I am joined by Kate Lake, owner of My Office and More in downtown Lakeland, and also the owner of the building and landlord to the current tenants there, Devicious Deli uh, Studio on Main, a brand new hair salon, and uh, Silver Ring Cafe, who will be vacating that space uh, at the end of the lease in August. So, the topic we've been talking about has been a little controversial because, you know, of course, everyone has an opinion. Right, Kate? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> uh, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the world of public opinion. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, people people have had strong feelings, I would say, uh, uh, about the fact that Silver Ring uh, is not renewing the lease in August. And uh, just in case you missed it, you know, there, there, this, this, this was not a, a lease termination of any sort. It was not uh, kicking out Silver Ring. This was five years ago. He signed a lease with no option to renew. And if you're a business person, you know what that means. And, uh, and so here we are today, you, you got busy making plans about what would go into that vacant space in your building that you knew was coming because the tenant did not sign a renewal, and uh, and we have today announced at your press conference this morning that Bodega Market is going to be taking over the fifteen hundred square feet in that Tennessee storefront. So congratulations on that. We're very excited about that, and and I, I don't want to discount what Silver Ring has added to the Absolutely. community. And the good news is that because they have that kind of support, that's why there was all this out. Uh, it was a shock to the system that after 36 years, 
they might not be there anymore. So that's why I definitely want to encourage everybody. This is a time to go support them and encourage them because you just might get them to move and keep on going. Right. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, if you love their food, eat there often from now until the end of August. Get your fill and then find out where he's going next. Um, and we'll, we'll keep tabs on him as well. So Bodega Market uh, is is going to be in that location. You're saying hopefully opened uh, opening up at Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving time, which is an aggressive timeline from September 1, but you've done it before. <laughs> I, you know, we uh, worked with Forge General Contracting, and they managed to transform 9,000 square feet in less than 75 days. So I think he's looking at the 1,500 square feet and saying, Kate, come on. <laughs> no problem. Look who you're talking about. Look who you're talking to. Yeah, I was impressed. As I said at the beginning of the show, that space had been vacant and was, was in pretty bad disrepair for for many, 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 many years. Yeah, we were fortunate. Um, some of the heavy lifting had been taken care of by the uh, the previous owner, mm-hmm. Andy Norman. They they did things like rep- fix the roof mm-hmm. and uh, put in new windows and things uh, and put in an elevator. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually standing on his shoulders uh, for all the work that they did. And then that second floor was vacant for about 30 years and... Uh, it had little bits of pieces along the way where there was a photography studio for maybe a year and a half, mostly storage. Yeah. But it needed some extra love and care. There was a guy that spent a couple of weeks just redoing the floors, mm. the, the wood floors. And it was backbreaking work. So yeah. I really appreciated the effort that went into that. Well, and your your vision and effort to keep it as historic as, as possible Um I mean, you could have easily just said, you know what, these wood floors are not worth trying to to save in in terms of redoing them for for use. And you could have just tiled right over them or put some kind of yucky linoleum or, you know, or carpeting, Berber carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and and it's interesting you you talk about historic. I have been told that back... A hundred years ago, they would not have had the brick walls exposed. They wanted to cover them up. Right. They were ugly then. And <laughs> and so we've come to our senses yes. and appreciate the textures are actually yeah. really valuable to us. So I, I find that the people who are drawn to our concept, who enjoy the mix of the new technology, the new workstations with the old surroundings and, and what that represents, the, the wood, Julie, in mm-hmm. that building mm-hmm. I I was talking about how I had hundred year old wood on the walls here because we'd taken some of the leftover uh, lumber and put it up on our conference room wall. Carpenter stopped me and he said, "Kate, for that wood to have been here a hundred years ago, it was already growing probably about a hundred years before." Mm. So when you think about the wood in that building was growing when our country was formed. Mm-hmm. And it's now there holding us up today. I I find it inspiring and encouraging. And I and I think that the people who are truly attracted to that space, they're my peeps. Mm-hmm. And, and we all kind of feel the same way about it. Yeah, it's a beautiful space from the way that you preserve the building to the way that you furnished it with um, the, the type of furniture that you chose. You didn't go, you know, on the cheap. You went very high-end, comfortable good for your posture type uh, furniture and lighting, you know, everything's just really well done. So if 
for those of you who've never visited, I mean, I'm sure you'd be happy to give folks a tour, right? We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and you can come up to the second floor of 122 East Main anytime. We'd be happy to show you around. It's a great space. So just quickly back to the bodega market. I'm going to call it the market market. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, just... Folks have over the years. I've been I've been involved in downtown for twenty years now. Can't believe it. But uh, between my various roles and 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 now with the the DDA, one of the recurring uh, themes has always been, oh, we need a downtown grocery store. Oh, why doesn't downtown have a grocery store? And um, we someone you know heard that call years and years and years ago, uh, Teresa Glover, and and she brought us the general store. And it used to be, it's where, um, I believe, Descent Brewery is now, next to Pita Pit. And uh, that was originally the Explorations 5 location before they moved and bought the Crest Building. And I think Teresa was an employee of Explorations at one point. So she had a dream of opening up the general store, and she was there for, I believe, about eight years, I think. But she was ahead of her time, Mm -hmm. quite frankly. I mean, she had a great idea, great concept. Uh, It was that sort of old-fashioned general store feel, you know. I mean, she lived with the name. Um, But we didn't have enough residents down there. And and that's what I tell folks is that, and and I think, you know, those who – who are in economic development that have much more knowledge about these things than I do will tell you that you have to have rooftops. You have to have people living. Um, and sometimes chicken before, you know, what comes first, chicken or the egg. But in the case of a, of a downtown grocery, I think you really do need, um, you have perishable items. You can't just, like you said, you're going to have produce there. You can't buy a bag of apples and then have nobody come in to buy an apple. Um, and then all of a sudden you've just lost all of the, the, the dollars that you spent on that. They, they've rotted on your shelf. So it's really important to, to have enough density of, of residential to support that. And so you're not trying to be the downtown grocery of the future, but you certainly can, again, be that trailbla- trailblazer uh, for this concept as well, like you were with my office and more. So. Yes, I think that um, it's going to take a community effort to support it. The other thing that uh, the Santanas are going to do is to make sure that they're helping the restaurants and providing things when they are all of a sudden out of a product that they didn't anticipate in between deliveries. Yeah. So by working all together, um, it's going to take community support to make this uh, work. And uh, the Santanas are the kind of people that build communities. So I think it, we have the right recipe for success. Yeah, and I look forward to you know how can we work with the farmers market vendors who have um, who need a place to put some of their products on shelves and folks who can't make it down to the farmers market maybe they uh, you know forgot to to make it down to their Saturday market and now it's Monday and they're like ah I really need those you know pickles or <laughs> or those uh, sauces and seasonings so we are looking forward to watching uh, the progress of this project we will uh, watch what happens with Silver Ring and where they land and celebrate wherever that space may be and uh, I just really appreciate you having the the forethought to to have this idea with with uh, the Santanas and and formulate it and take the chance because it is a it's all small business is risk 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 so we appreciate you 
Thank you very much. It's it's appropriate that it's Small Business Week this week. So. Absolutely. We so, celebrated it big. That's right. We sure did. Well, thanks for joining us on Downtown Dish. Uh, check us out next Tuesday, 5 p.m. right here on 96.7.